Greetings programs, and thank you for joining me on this episode of Short Form of the Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Awesome Pants Loper. Is anyone else sick of the cold yet? Because I sure as heck am. Like, I'm not looking for hot weather, but I am definitely looking forward to spring. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, this is where we figure out how to create a life by design and to suck less at life. Pretty simple goals. Not, but here we are. Today, I want to talk about flow state. And we're not going to go like super in depth about all the different components because there's quite a few. It's a very complex approach to things and how to understand what it is and how it applies. But instead, what I want to focus on are certain aspects of flow state and how I think it can apply to everyday life and how we can use it to increase our you know, input and how we're creating our own life by design. Now, what is flow state? Let's just jump right in. Flow state is an emotional state that happens or that we're you know, likely to experience when we're trying to complete a task and it's dependent on the perceived difficulty of the challenge and our perceptions of our skill levels. Okay, so what the heck did I just say? Basically what that means is you achieve a state of satisfaction, of accomplishment, when you are working on something, and this could be sports, this could be your career, there's a bunch of different ways this could apply. And it's dependent on how difficult you think the task is based on your current skill set. So in other words, if you think something is super easy, it's not going to be that challenging. If you think something is going to be impossible, then it's overwhelming and everything in between. So why is this important? to be you know, an everyday leader and living life by design. Well, finding flow is about marrying your passion with purpose and the desire to master the skill set needed to achieve that, right? So again, we're talking about marathon thinking versus a short distance run, right? This is also what Simon Sinek calls infinite mind, infinite game, Versus the finite game. A finite game has a start and an end. You you begin, you play, you end. An infinite mindset, an infinite game is understanding that there is a start and there is an end. But as long as you're alive, you are playing the game. So you're always pushing to better yourself. Now, do you need to have flow in your daily life? I think this is a something we should talk about right at the top. Like is flow state something that's necessary? every single day to achieve? I don't think so. And the reason is because flow state is, it's rare, right? Now, can you achieve flow state on a regular basis? Yes, yeah, actually you can. But to start off, I want to remove any you know preconceived ideas or pressure, oh, I have to achieve this, or well, if I don't achieve it, then I'm a failure. So let's remove that. The focus then is flow state, and how we can apply it, right? Now, Forbes, as always, putting together like, you know, the top five, top 10 lists of how to be better at your job or to be more successful and things like that. In one of their articles, this is what they said. The optimal experience is also called a state of flow. 
and it is the ideal state where the person can find themselves enjoying their work, feeling productive, totally immersed in what they're doing, and performing at their best. And I think that's the best way to describe how this can apply to your daily life, because the majority of adults spend the majority of our lives working. That's where the bulk of our life is spent. We are going to work, whatever that work is, and that's where we spend the most of our time. So the more we can increase the productivity, the satisfaction, the level of impact, these are all tied together, the happier we're going to be and the more state of flow we're going to find. So they're intertwined. And I think this has two specific applications. It can obviously improve your work satisfaction. Like, okay, if, if I'm not hitting a flow state, but I like what I do, how do I achieve that? So there's that version. And then I think there's also on the opposite side of that coin, do I even want to achieve flow state in this, in this current work that I'm doing? Because in order to find purpose, you have to eliminate options. I don't want to invest my life into this. This is a temporary step. So I think that's the two applications that this can really help with. What I want to focus on, like I said before, this is a fairly complex system and you can get down to, there's quite a few steps and there's triggers and there's mindsets and all of this. But what I want to focus on for this episode, because I think it has the most broad application, is the challenge skill aspect. and. You heard me talk about it already before where there is the goal is to find a challenge that is beyond your skill set, but is not too far beyond your skill set. And I think this is what really comes down to finding that satisfaction, being able to even see what kind of impact you're having in your daily life. So you're skilled enough to tackle the challenge, but it's not too difficult. That's the goal. Now, Stephen Kotler who I pulled a lot of this, he was, he was a very heavy reference in this, which I'll link all this in the um, show description. And also the father of this thinking, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but he wrote a book called Flow State. So if you want to know who started this, I'll again link that in the show description, but I'm not even going to remotely try to say his name. Stephen Kotler, who's been studying Flow State, and he's also written a book, or this is research was from The Rise of Superman, but he's also written a book regarding this as well. He has been studying flow for 30 years, and this is what he said in his research. The optimal balance of challenge and skill is 104% in order to trigger flow. In other words, a task should be 4% more difficult than your maximum capacity in order for the task to take you into flow state. Let's pause for a moment and digest that. 104%, that is incredibly specific number to hit. But I want to point out it's not 54%, 74%, 84%. It is 104% beyond your maximum, but only 4% beyond your maximum. So this isn't, I've walked up a couple of hills and now I'm going to try to scale Mount Everest. That's not what this is. And also keep in mind that what it's saying is in order for the task to take you into flow state, The task is doing that for you. This isn't something that I have to force on myself. I am now doing something that is just outside of my scope of ability, but I know it's just outside my scope of ability. So as I attack it, 
as I move forward, the task takes me into flow as well. I think uh, an easy application for this would be sports, where you just suddenly find yourself making all the right moves, doing all the right things, and you're not really thinking about it. Again, the same thing can happen in work. This led me down to uh, the path of looking up jobs in the United States that had the highest satisfaction rating. And of course, that's going to vary per list, but there were fairly common results. And one of them was at the very top was physician's assistant. And the reasons for it were because they can go to school for less time than a doctor, but still perform similar duties because they are under a physician's supervision. So they don't have to go to school for as long. The salary is actually quite competitive. You can earn a solid six figures. They are helping people on a daily basis and they can see the efforts of their work almost immediately have impact. So their satisfaction rating is very, very high. And also I would point out that the challenges that they're facing are going to be varied. They're all going to be about healthcare, but at the same time, how you help someone with this ailment is going to be completely different than how you help someone with this ailment. And even the treatment might be similar, but how you treat them is different. So there's constant challenges there, but well within their skill set. What's important to note here is how to measure this 4%. Stephen Kotler talks about this. He says, how this 4% is measured, though, is not entirely clear and is presented here to provide a stimulus for reflection rather than a formula for calculation. And I think that's important to distinguish. So what he's saying is, yes, it matters that it's 4%, but at the same time, don't try to measure that or calculate that out. It's more of understanding where you are in relation to the challenge and your skills. And really how to do that is to push yourself beyond your limit and then scale back until you find that flow. And he talks about this. Stephen says, in other words, if you do something too easy, apathy and boredom kick in. I'm going to read that again. In other words, if you do something too easy, apathy and boredom kick in. How many people can relate to that show of hands? That's what I thought. Too hard and failure will lead to frustration or anxiety. Again, don't go too far with it. All of these lead to a decrease in performance and motivation. So if it's too easy, you don't care. If it's too hard, it causes fear and failure and anxieties. So the solution, try to find the sweet spot in the middle. You work your way up from easy to hard and scale things back a little bit at a time until you find flow state, until you feel like you're within that four to 5%. And that's why I think the challenge skill aspect is one of the most important things and is applicable to you know, us on a daily basis. The goal then is to challenge yourself each day to grow. I think that's what I love about this so much because if you're challenging yourself just a couple of percents each day, you're growing, you're becoming more capable. And as an offshoot, you will probably find flow state on a regular basis, but at the same time, you're probably going to find a higher degree of satisfaction. But again, like I said before, I think this is what this can help figure out. Where are you in your skill set that would allow this to happen? In other words, where are you with your work and your skills that would then allow you to be challenged enough to find flow state? But I think the other part of this that I see as the more applicable version of this on the other side of the coin is what is in your life that you want to achieve flow state 
in. I think that is a very, very powerful question. Because if we're brutally honest with ourselves, there's not that many things we want to actually push ourselves to excel in. And again, that's an important distinction because you don't want to excel at something that you hate. If you're at a job or a career where you know you are not ever going to be satisfied, you trust your instincts, and I am a very big proponent of trusting your instincts, then the goal then or the question then is what would? What would allow you to want to pursue something to the point where you could achieve flow state? Again, living a life by design. Knowing yourself is the key to all of this. And so instead of something being actionable, I think really the question is, how do we distinguish between what's important enough to pursue this and what is something that's really just not that helpful? So hopefully this was helpful because it is a complex understanding of flow state, but that's why I wanted to only focus on the challenge skill set aspect because I think that's what helps most people. I believe I'm already at my time. I'm really, really close. <laughs> Have a fantastic Monday. Tell everybody about the show and I will catch you in the next one. Find your flow.